To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. It's Financially Fit with Kyle and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And this go-around, it's retirement plan customization really is king. And of course, we talk about that often. So we're going to dive into that this week. Kyle, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Just trying to stay cool here. It's been about a month since we had any rain. So I put in some new sod right before about about that time. And Oh, so my sprinklers are a bit nice. My, my water bill is going to be pretty high this upcoming <laughs> month. So. Trying to keep it from burning up, huh? Yeah, but yeah. just uh, family's, family's doing well. Everyone's growing and healthy. So good, that's all good. that matters. That's good. Yeah, I, I kind of had a similar problem last year. I put a bunch of seed down and, and yeah, it wound up being bad timing. And we had a heat wave come in early and just cooked it all. So good luck to you there. Keep it watered. That's for sure. Well, uh, a plan, right? You got to have a plan to keep that grass growing, keep that sod alive. So you got to have a retirement plan. And customization can be the key um, factor into this thing. And many people, I think, understand that for the most part, Kyle, that it's better than a one-size-fits-all approach. And yet many people still kind of do that thing. So let's talk about a few things that be uh, might need to be considered if you're truly talking customization, a retirement age, a planned retirement age. So not just saying, you know, 65 because that's the norm or whatever, right? But like really kind of drilling down to what's the ideal one for you. Correct. I would say look at it where when can you financially afford to stop working? I think that's the answer that most people are looking for. Not everybody. I mean, some people like their jobs and they want to work as long as they want, but they want to know what's that point where I can afford to stop working? I've hit my healthy, I call it the healthy number of enough saved to supplement my income on top of other income sources. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would look at it is not like a planned retirement to say I want to retire at 66 because that's when I get all my social security or blah, 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 or 65 because I can carry my health insurance, you know, and get on Medicare. It's more of like, when can you financially afford to stop working or okay. wor- worry about the savings aspect now than turning it into income. And that kind of just, it kind of stays away from the cookie cutter one size fits all approach when you're, when you're looking at it like that, because everybody's out there, Hey, what's the best investment strategy? And I always tell people there isn't one, right? Right. Right. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's financial situation or personal finance is different. Um, so technically there isn't one right way to do something. It really depends on personal factors, you know, income that you need, risk tolerance, which we're all going to get into this time horizon. Like when do you need the money? Yeah, um, that's yeah. going to be a big indicator on your plain retirement age. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and go to the next one then, which is lifestyle and income needs. So if we're trying so much, if we're trying not to focus too much on a specific age, but really what we need to make the whole machine work, then that's where the, the bulk of the, uh, the customization should fall. Yep. It's, are you trying to maintain your lifestyle? 99% of the time, it's like, yes, we're trying to maintain our lifestyle. And I always hear, oh, but we also want to travel. I go, well, what does that mean? So easy place to start. What are you netting in your paycheck every month? Like, are you living off of all that? What's going to go up? What, what are your income needs? Like, what's going to go up? What's going to go down? Do you want to travel? Do you need an extra $10,000 a month? Um, that's probably the best starting point because that's really what you're solving for is your income needs and your lifestyle. Like you're saving this whole money up for 20, 30, 40 years. 
And the whole purpose of it is it needs to replace your paycheck and you need to live off the income. So if you don't really know what those numbers are, you might not know your retirement date either, like the age or the date that you need to retire. So that's definitely a good starting point. Income-wise, it, it even falls further. Maybe you've done the, the job of hitting that health number, that magical number. Now you got to figure out what's the order of withdrawals from all this stuff, right? You Maybe you solve the income, you got it all there, but what order or combination is it all going to come from with social security and your 401ks and pensions and dividends and everything like that? Yeah, right. So it's like, okay, you solve for X and that's the number, but then how do you go about extracting that money in, in the right order and so on and so forth to maximize all the different things we want to maximize taxes, so on and so forth. Uh, you know, risk, if it's money, monies that are more at risk, and that's the next one on the list. So that's another factor to kind of bring in there is to say, okay, well, if we're taking from these certain buckets, we've got our now monies, which are maybe more at risk and our later monies, which, oh, excuse me, opposite way, right? We've got our later monies, which is probably more at risk for growth. And then our now monies, which is less risk. Yeah. So the, the old adage of risk tolerance, the older you get, the more conservative you need to be. You can go about it like that, but that makes it difficult in a low interest rate environment when you're needing, you know, the typical 50-50 stock bond portfolio. <laughs> I think it's yield is around like 2% Yeah. Um, or long-term. So there's, there's some yield challenges out there. And if you fall into the loop of you're not really understanding risk and growth and your risk tolerance and what your plan really needs, you could fall into the trap of, you get too conservative because you don't know when and how much of the money you're going to need and you're losing out on growth potential for money you're going to need in the future. Um, so you need, you need to know your risk tolerance, but it's also all about the time horizon of when you're going to need it. That's kind of what makes up the biggest difference. Everybody has different assets. Everybody has future financial goals, um, but it really comes down to time horizon and your income needs. Then the risk will solve itself from there. Okay. So if we're talking about, you know, some of these different pieces and the customization piece, often with these cookie cutter things, it's all kind of just generalized to, you know, whatever they're trying to push or sell or whatever. So if we get into longevity or health history, uh, should that be a, a big factor in the, you know, a more customized plan? I mean, it's a predictor. It's not the be all end all, but is that something that should be taken into account? Yes and no. A lot of times, Health obviously is important. You need, a bigger factor would be: Are you single or are you married? Uh, what are your, you know, what are your goals? I would say anyone doing retirement planning and it's being customized, one they're they're investing some time and either doing it themselves or sitting down with that advisor. So typically, that household's going to say, "Let's plan for the worst." Like, what does this look like? No matter what the family history or longevity says. What does this look like over 30? Like, what if we accidentally live to 94 and 95, right? Right. Because <laughs> if we if we retire and only live seven years and die, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter, right? Kind of these decisions. But what happens if we accidentally live long enough or too long? Will we still be all right? So I think it is a factor. You got to factor in like compounding interest, inflation, market growth. Like, are we going to have a lost decade? So if you're kind of forgetting about that stuff, like rule 72, 4% inflation, you know, over those 18 years, your income that you solved up there on the second topic, <laughs> you're going to need twice as much. So you, you have to f factor in longevity because it's kind of one of those hidden risks. We don't really know how long we're going to live. 
or kind of what's going to happen towards the end of life. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of things, a lot of times about these, you know, kind of cookie cutter deals is often it's really just a basic investment plan. It doesn't really get into a lot of these other components that we're talking about. And another one that it leaves off a lot of times is legacy, right? Is really kind of diving in when you're working with somebody specifically, kind of like yourself, whenever you can kind of call in and you've got that relationship and that rapport, you can kind of say, okay, you know what, you know, things are changing. We used to want to spend it all on ourselves, but you know, now we've got a new grandbaby or, you know, whatever. And we, we've had a change of heart. So desire for financial legacy is really important to customization as well. Yeah. Retirement planning by the industry is usually, it's a one-time plan up front, you know, and then from there it's all about managing the assets. <laughs> uh, retirement planning is more of an ongoing process. So as far as legacy goes, everybody is different. Everybody. I've had you know individuals who want to, the day they die, they want their accounts to say zero, right? Mm-hmm, right. I've yeah. also had people, if you're married, you know, you got to consider the surviving spouse. I consider that part of the legacy plan is what does a survivor spouse plan look like? What happens if you're flying as a single versus a joint filer? Like, is that important to you knowing that the surviving spouse could, you know, their tax bill could go up 300%? Do you have certain types of insurance in in place for later in life if you need skilled care? Uh, That way your assets can still be passed on to your kids and your grandkids. Stuff's going to happen. Maybe your family can get added to, like you mentioned, some grandkids come into play or you want to start paying for weddings or whatever else it is. So the desire for that is really different for everybody. But if it's a, a goal of yours from day one, it needs to be built into the plan. Mm-hmm. But if it comes up, you know, into retirement, you got to kind of say, you got to look at it as basically, am I trying to accomplish a goal, but sacrificing my own retirement at the same time? Typically, someone's not going to sacrifice their retirement dollars to try and pass as much money on, you know, to someone else. It kind of just depends on your situation, though. Yeah. And I think people, you know, we, we've talked about it before. I think a good healthy place to be is, you know, don't sacrifice your own retirement, enjoy the things you want to enjoy. And if there's something left over, then, they, you know, then you dole that out. Uh, but again, everybody's different. So what is your desire for financial legacy? And is your advisor communicating or talking with you about that so you can take those proper steps? Because really, at the end of it, Kyle, it just kind of comes back full circle to just really your feelings and emotions that are connected to your money, right? So if you're working with somebody who's really not listening to that component and just saying, you know, this is the best, let's stick you here. Or this is the, you know, this is what everybody your age does or, you know, anything like that. Then are they really truly listening to you and taking into your account, you know, all the things that, that tie up your feelings about your money? Yeah. It's like, what does money mean to you? It means something that different to everybody. Yeah. Stay, you know, they, we got to, Hey, these models, this is what's working. This is what everybody's right, doing. Right. Yeah. Hey, you know, you're 80 or 70, you know, this is how you need to be invested. Everybody's different. That's why I truly believe in customizing income plans, orders of money, social security strategies, because everybody has different goals and values and emotions and feelings. Just because logic and math say this is what you need to do, you as the owner of the money, right? It's your money might want to go a different direction, even though it's not in your best interest, right? So definitely, you know, what's, what does money mean to you is it's very important when it comes down to customizing your plan for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and again, at the end of the day, customization is king when it comes to truly getting a retirement plan that's right for you. You know, a lot of these bigger box or these larger houses tend to do these, you know, preset cookie cutter type things or whatever the product du jour is for that particular week or month. 
and they're trying to push that a lot of times. So make sure that you're talking about the multiple facets that are important to you in a retirement plan that's customized for you. And if you need some help with that, if you've got some questions, as always, make sure you stop in and check with Kyle before you take any action. Reach out to him at mocanwealth.com, M-O-K-A-N wealth.com. Again, that's M-O-K-A-N wealth.com or give him a jingle at 913-257-3991. But but everything you need to get in contact with him is right there at the website. Plus, you can subscribe to the podcast, Financially Fit. You'll find all that information there. So stop by the website today. And Kyle, thanks for hanging out with me, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, Try not to overheat. And uh, you definitely got to water that lawn a lot. Yeah, take care. All right, my friend. We'll see you next time. Hopefully your water bill's not too high. And we'll catch up with you uh, just at the beginning of September here as we get closer to Labor Day. We'll see you soon here on Financially Fit. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Financial and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Financial and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.